As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Welcome into another Pit Panther Rants and other Sports Rants podcast. What Harris, your host, brought to you by the Sports Drink. Go check them out. They're at www.sportsdrink.org. Or you go to their Instagram page, at Sports Drink. Just remove the vowels. And there you go. Well, it's been a while. It's been a long while since I've podcasted. Uh, I've just been busy with work and a whole bunch of other stuff. And quite frankly, I just didn't have time to podcast. And... You know, my job pays the bills, not this not this thing here. But it's mid-December. We got 13 days till Christmas. And I guess I'm looking forward. I don't know if I'm looking forward to it or not. But Thanksgiving came and went. I mean, I, I smoked a turkey breast. And... Yeah, pretty much was it. I had my kids for about two weeks straight because you know their their mother had um, some stuff going on with their family. So for two weeks, I was pulling double duty, and yeah, it was exhausting after a while, but it happens. Anyways, let's get back to Pitt. Pitt wrapped up their season, finishing eight and four. As I look at the uh, my predictions, let's see, what did I have? I had them being the Hoopies, which was right. I had them losing to Tennessee, which was right. They won our next two against Western Michigan and Rhode Island. I was right about those. I was wrong about Georgia Tech. I thought they would beat them. They didn't. I was right about Virginia Tech. I was right about the Louisville loss and UNC loss. Right about Syracuse, UVA, Duke. I was wrong about those wins. But I was wrong about the Miami loss. They beat Miami. And that game itself was kind of odd because Miami supposedly, you know, hires Cristobal, dumps all this money that are, you know, that are players, recruits, whatever. And that was probably the first time I've ever I've ever seen a Pitt Miami game where Pitt was more physical than Miami was. I mean, they just literally Usually, it doesn't matter how bad Miami is. They tend to always be more physical than Pitt. But this game, it just... Um, it it was different. I mean, we didn't have much of an offense. And we we just we spiked these dudes on the ground. And we'll, you know... We'll get into that. We'll get into some more of that because I want to talk, you know, in terms of the NIL about what's, you know, what's been going on. Let's see. Also, my other predictions. Let's see. Conference. I had Ohio State winning the Big Ten, which didn't happen. They got steamrolled by Michigan and were left out, but they did make the playoff. I had Utah winning the Pac-12, which was, I turned out to be right. Screw you, USC. 
I had Oklahoma State winning the Big 12. Who won the Big 12? Did... Oh, yeah, that's right. TCU won. No, no, no TCU won. Kansas State won it. That's right. That shows you how much how how much in the Big 12 I am. And what's hilarious is I watched that Big 12 conference title game and just forgot who won it. SEC had Bama versus UGA and Bama winning. Well, now that happened, UGA won and it was not even close. They beat, I think they beat LSU and it was pretty bad. ACC, I had Miami versus Clemson, the title game, because I figured, I figured that's what the ACC wanted. We got it North Carolina and Clemson instead and North Carolina got steamrolled. Yeah, so much for that. I mean, there was people, I mean, I wasn't surprised by Clemson retaking the Atlantic because I just didn't think there was any teams that could do it. People keep saying NC State every year is going to be that team, and NC State's a good eight win nine is a good eight nine win team, but they're never going to do anything more. And I think, and that's really not that bad. I mean, if I was it, if, if I'm if I'm a Pitt fan, if Penn or Duzzi wants to make us an eight nine win team, I'm probably going to be happy with that. I would be happy with eight nine wins a year at this point. Given the situation with the NIL and stuff like that, you probably and with players leaving all the time. You, I mean, there's a thousand player over a thousand players in the portal right now. I think you'd be happy with those those results year in and year out. Miami, on the other hand, they just look pretty bad. I mean, I I had them winning the the uh, coastal because I felt after how they progressed last year with you know Tyler Van Dyke as their QB. I figured next, you know, with Cristobal taking over, things would be different. It got progressively worse, and Cristobal obviously wasn't too happy with the players either. But looking at the pit season in review, overall, it was a disappointing season. I mean, they won. Eight, I know they won eight games despite all the all the all the all the uh, you know chaos. They won eight games, but this was a chance for Pitt to establish themselves to say, "Hey, this you know, last year was not a one-year wonder. We're we're here. We're we're back. We're here to stay." And it just didn't happen. Uh, Pitt tried to upgrade the quarter. Yeah, you know, they tried to upgrade the quarterback position with uh, bringing Keaton Slovis, and it just backfired. Uh, the receiving core was supposed to be very very well hyped. You know. They bring in Kanetta Mumfield, who you know he's still a, you know he's still a sophomore, but he was supposed to be you know he was supposed to take off this year and it just it, re, it really never happened. But he's young and he's still got time. The potential is there. We just need I don't know just we need a quarterback obviously, and we got one with Phil Jerkovic coming in, and we got another guy coming in as well. I believe from Penn State. But uh, we'll see what happens there. But Jared Wayne was supposed to take off as well. I mean, he Wayne showed some flashes, but he's coming back for for six. I think for next year. Well, I think I don't know. He I don't know if he's officially coming back, but he probably needs another year before he goes pro because he's not consistent. He still drops. He was still dropping passes, despite making some big plays. But, uh. 
obviously we had some hope with, with Jalen Barden, but he transferred. You know, he it just didn't work out. You know, it's it is what it is. You know, basically the you know, the quarterback position, receiving position was pretty much disappointments. Uh, the offensive line wasn't great either. I mean, overall the offense, you know, the only thing that was good was the running game. That was pretty much it. That's the only thing. I, that's the only bright spot was our was our running game. But um, all in all, that falls on the staff, and you know, and of course, Keelan Slovis is gone. And I'm here, and it seemed like the players were happy to see him leave. And overall, this falls on the staff for for bringing him in. I mean, they are the, are the ones that need to be held accountable for what happened. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't judge or I don't mind what they did. They tried to you know make things better, but it just you know you, you, if you had the opportunity, you do that. But it just it fell short of everything. And Pitt, um, on defense, I mean, there were some inconsistencies there as well. They gave they gave up plenty of big big plays, a lot of chunk plays, and overall, though, they weren't too bad. But there's some um, guys leaving. I mean, John Morgan's leaving, and I don't mind him leaving. I mean, he's been he's going into his sixth year and. I'm not sure what his pro potential is, but some people are saying he's going for some NIL money. And if if his if if if, if the pros is not in his future, then he should go somewhere where he's going to cash in before his college career is over. And if he needs to go somewhere where it's you know it's going to help him benefit him, then so be it. He's been a pit five years. He's done enough for the program. You know, just leave him be. But I am seeing some rumors about players opting out of the bowl game, and right now that line for you for UCLA is minus six and a half. If those rumored opt outs are true, then that six and a half line is probably going to grow. It's you know, it's not going to be. It's not going to be a um, a fun thing, but it's the Sun Bowl. I mean, we're talking about a bowl game that where Pitt lost three nothing, and then they, and they had that lethargic performance against uh, Stanford. I mean, it's basically the BB, the BBVA Compass Bowl, pretty much. It's an upgraded version of it. But. Um, I'm sure if uh, we get steamrolled by UCLA, we'll have to hear about how Chip Kelly has brought the the Bruins back and blah, 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 despite the fact that, you know, he's playing as a team that's, uh, you know, it's missing a starting quarterback and a whole bunch of other moving parts. But that's just the reality of bowl games for the most part. I mean, they players are going to opt out. I mean, if it's not the college football playoff, I mean, it's who cares? Now the college football playoff is you know is set. We got Georgia. Georgia's playing Ohio State, which is no surprise. I mean Ohio. You know, I mean who? I mean after what happened, who? I mean who were you gonna pick? If USC would have would have beaten uh, Utah like they should have, 
they probably are number four, but they lost to Utah twice, and you just can't do that. And people said the first time they got you know Utah got lucky, but the second time Utah was more physical, and that's pretty much what happened. I mean, USC was is a more of a finesse team, and they have more offense than they do defense. I mean, they're basically what Lincoln Ryan did was he built a team that can that was basically built to outscore the other opponents, but. It just didn't work out. I ha- I mean, I know some Pitt fans were happy about this. Well, I was happy because I hate UCLA and I hate Lincoln Riley. But some were happy that Jordan Addison was, you know, not going to be in the college football playoff. And his stats weren't as good as Jared Wayne's, but people forget that Addison was hurt for a bunch of games. So, of course, his stats weren't going to be any, you know, any better. But, the, 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 I mean, I have no issues with Jordan Addison. I mean, he, yeah, it's shitty how it all turned, you know, how it all, how it all happened. Because he wasn't even in the portal yet. He didn't announce himself in the portal. And all of a sudden he's, you know, looking around. But at the end of the day, he, he's 20 years old. He's got millions of dollars in the bank now and he's going to be going pro. So... And if it wasn't for his contributions, we would not have an ACC championship. We'd not be, we, we wouldn't be wearing our ACC, you know, champion shirts and whatnot memorabilia if it wasn't for, you know, Jordan's contributions. Because you know, I mean, Kenny would have had a good season regardless, but you know, he that was the that was the player we needed. But uh, I expect Georgia pretty much to steamroll Ohio State. Uh, Luke Luke Fickle left uh, Cincinnati to go to um, Wisconsin, which was a shocker. But because I thought maybe Ohio State would pull the trigger on that, but this keeps up, or you just get, or you just, or you just bring back Urban Meyer. But of course, our two three matchup is Michigan uh, Texas Christian. And I think probably we end up. With, I think we end up with another Georgia Michigan matchup. But uh, I wouldn't rule out Max du- Max Duggan and T- TCU. I mean they 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 didn't seem like they were all there for that championship game. And, and I think maybe they were just doing just enough so they wouldn't, you know, because they knew that pretty much they were they, they were in it no matter what. But yeah, it's probably gonna be another Georgia Michigan matchup. And I don't know. I think. Michigan this time can actually beat Georgia. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, Michigan has a really good offensive line. Now let's move on to the NIL because I'm reading that you know Pitt's supposedly been losing recruits over the NIL and people are freaking out, but. You know, Pitt football has been through a lot. I mean, they've been through a lot worse. And I think they'll adapt to the NIL. It's going to take time to work things out in terms of that, you know. Yeah, it's, you know, they'll figure it out. I mean, they've survived a lot, and I'm sure, you know, they'll, you know, this whole thing. I just don't think you want, I just don't think you want Pitt to be a program that, that starts and it goes in the habit of throwing money at everything because at every player because that's what a lot of schools are doing 
they're just you know some of this NIL eventually will work itself out. I think some programs may eat, eat themselves alive over this. I mean, look at all that. Look at all the money Texas A&M spent on their recruiting class, and look what look what's happened to them. And who knows? Things may get better for A and M, and possibly Miami. But I don't know. I mean, you also have to realize that you know, with the NIL, you know, do I mean, do people want to keep throwing money and keep donating for NIL if uh, if, if their if their team is finishing eight and four every year? Eventually, they're going to want to return back from their investment. You know, and if they're not getting it, they're they're probably they're probably not going to you know get you know do it. They're probably going to stop spending you know spending their money. I mean, because at that point, you're better off just buying. I mean, if you live in a pro town, you're better off just buying season tickets to whatever NFL team or whoever. At that point, so you know. Those are just some things of the NIL. And of course, the transfer portal is a big thing. And we have a thousand kids in the portal. Some are want to change teams because of coaching changes. Some just want to change because, you know, they want to, they want to, you know, maybe they've been to school for some time and they want a different, you know, they, or they graduate or they just want a different scenery or play for a better team or, you know, whatever. You know, there's several instances of that. But I think when, what's getting lost on some, what could possibly be getting lost out of all this is, you know, when you, and I, you know, I had a, I have a coworker whose son played for, played at Baylor and he did play, he did play in the preseason NFL and he got cut and he did get offers from the XFL and USFL, but given he has his degree and he's, he, you know, he graduated from Baylor, he has a, he has a better job than, he has a better paying job than, uh, what he would make playing the XFL or USFL. So why keep banging up your body if you, you know, if you, I mean, it's just not a lot of players, go, you know, make it into the league and you've got to be realistic. You know, of, you know, of, of everything. And I think what's getting lost is, you know, is that when you get a scholarship, I mean, you're getting a, you know, you're getting a chance to get a free college degree. And, I mean, I, I'm sure the quote unquote free can be argued, but you're gonna you're gonna get that you're getting access to a degree and of course, possibly a network. You know, that's gonna take you places. And so, you, I mean, when you're transferring, you gotta be mindful of these things because you you know, with this way this thing way this is going. Even if you get your degree from whoever, you may not have, you may not get those networks anymore. But that's, I mean, that's why that degree is there because not everybody goes pro. But you need something that's gonna, you got, you can take with you. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I can say about the NIL at this point and the transfer portal. You know, I don't mind players going and trying to make whatever money they can. It's you know that's that's. They're, you know, that's their right, you know, they're, they're above 18, you know, if coaches can change, they can too, but some, some, but, you know, you may not, depending on who you are, you may not end up in a better situation. And sometimes it's, you know, 
you know, you may not, you know, you, you may go somewhere, you may not, you, you know, no matter what, there's always going to be a too deep and you may not make that too deep no matter what. And you just, you know, you just got to be realistic about, you know, this, you know, your future because you may not play pro, but you need, but you got to get the, you got to get that degree, get the, get the education because it's going to take you, it's going to take you places that maybe football doesn't. But who and who knows? Maybe you get, maybe you end up as a coach. Maybe going to coaching, whole bunch of other things. I mean, there's other outlets. Now, let's see what's, what else has been going on in this world. Well, the Steelers lost yesterday. I thought they would beat the Ravens, and it seemed like Kenny was making progress. I thought they, this was the game where they would finish their finish their drives finally and stop selling for field goals. Kenny gets hurt. I mean, the guy's barely played eight games, and he's got two concussions. So, obviously, you know, the offensive line is your first priority. But I think if Kenny's still having these, uh, if Kenny's still having these concussion issues, I think you probably should look, start, you should probably look at a quarterback as well. And it's definitely not going to be Mason Rudolph or Mitch Trubisky. Although last yesterday the the Mason the Mason Rudolphs his his uh, low minions are have been reactivated. I say give Mason a shot if Mitch isn't performing well. You know, show what Mitch can do. I don't know, whatever. Uh, it, it's whatever at this point. But for for people to say that Mitch Trubisky came in cold. The guy's been in the league seven years, and these these backups have to prepare like they're they're going to play an actual game every week. And if you're not, if he wasn't prepared, then that's his problem. But uh, yeah, there's that. But I do think it's kind of weird that there are Steelers fans that are actively rooting against their quarterback who there was who was drafted in the first round. I just don't understand what the obsession is with re wanting this guy to fail. I understand if you weren't happy with the pick. But do you really want your um first round pick to fail? I mean for what? I mean, if he fails then you have to draft another one and you end up in a never ending cycle, possibly. You may end up like the Jets or other or the Browns where they had to pay Deshaun Watson two hundred forty guaranteed million just to bring it, you know, and the jury's out on him yet because he hasn't played in like in so long, and he's all, I mean he was turnover prone, and Bill O'Brien did things to like minimize that, but you know you, you know, those are some things you got to think about. Do you want to have that never-ending cycle where you're continually looking for a quarterback? Because Mitch Trubisky and Mason Rudolph aren't it. I don't care if you know if there's reports that Mason Rudolph was the best quarterback in camp, as one person reported. Um, if he was the best QB, he'd be, he'd be playing already. So I'm not sure what you know what what it's about. But anyways, guys, this is all I got for today. Um. I see Mike Leach is is hurting right now. I guess he had a it sounds like he had a heart attack. It looks like 
and I hope that, you know, I hope he's all right. I hope he pulls through. I mean, he was one of my, you know, you know I always enjoyed watching him, you know. And he, of course, I would hear him on the radio in Houston. He would come on, and they would, he would talk quarterbacks, and he would talk Taco Bell and all kind of other stuff. He always had these random, you know, all these random things to talk. You know, he would just randomly, you know, he could talk about anything. But, yeah, it looks like he had a massive heart attack. You know, I'm not sure what this says about his future. I mean, obviously, does he continue coaching if he, you know, if he pulls through? I don't know. But, of course, we have Chris Beard at Texas with a domestic violence issue. He strangled somebody. A whole bunch of other stuff's going on. Uh, Brittany Griner got released. I mean, they traded uh, Victor Bout. That was going to be the obvious trade. And some people are, are oddly mad at this. I have no idea why. I mean, we brought somebody home, and they're obviously going to give up the the, 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 the the Marine, obviously. Russia's not going to give him up. Oh, well, whatever. But the point thing is, you know, if you want Paul Whalen home, you can't let the message die or fade away because that's what Brittany's supporters did. They kept reminding people and things like that. I mean, they kept the message alive, and that's hence that's why she's she's home. Anyways, all right, I think I'm finally done here. How to pick, guys?